It's Time to Lead Different, written and read by Dave Clare. My daughter Jordan started her own little side hustle at 15 years of age. Her side hustle is still going today, some six years later, and impacting the lives of many young people, and some of us older ones. Jordan has a mission to give people something positive to sleep on. Inspirational messages to read before you go to bed at night, so your mind would be focused on that instead of negative thoughts. She called it something to sleep on. About a year into posting her inspirational and positive heartfelt messages on her Facebook and Instagram pages, Jordan asked me how she could make a business out of it. We started bouncing around ideas of products she could offer. T-shirts, coffee mugs, pillowcases, anything to get her message out there and into the hands, hearts, and minds of those she wanted to serve. Now, as her dad and as a business and leadership coach, I wanted to help her, but I also wanted her to find her own mentors and role models. I remember asking her, who were some of the people in business she had heard of that she thought were good business people or leaders. Now, at 15 years of age, there were only a few names, but none of them were women. In reflection of my three decades of working, I have learned along the way that some of the best leaders I've had the privilege of working with or for are women. It got me to believing that women are more naturally in tune with my definition of leadership. Leadership is all about helping other people become the best version of themselves so they can do their life's best work while in your care and beyond. I believe that leaders actually care about their team as people first, employees second. They understand everyone is human, that they have goals, dreams, and desires. Leaders always ask for your best and help create an emotionally safe environment where you can be your best. They understand we all make mistakes and help us learn from them. Why then do I feel this is more in tune with women? Well, for that, you'll have to ask my mother. Too often it's easy to talk about the influence my dad has had on my leadership and business abilities as I was growing up in my career. Dad was a wonderful businessman. Even today, in his retirement, he has a strong work ethic and a very pragmatic approach to life and business. He still is a tremendous volunteer and someone who believes in developing leadership through community work. He cared deeply about the people he worked with, but took a much more logical approach to business. However, my mother has taught me so much more about being a good human, a man, a father, a brother, and a son than I have ever given her credit for. Mum encouraged me to go after my dreams. She's always had my back and been that hand on my shoulder to steady me. My mother has always believed in and held me to be the best I can be. And in the rare moments, and there were a few, when I was not at my best, she never judged me. She just held me and gave me space to get back to my best. Mum nurtured me to be able to be independent, but to never lose connection to what matters, family. In hindsight, I learned equally, if not more, about leadership from my mother. 
What I've since learned is that I'm much more like my mother in many ways than I ever realized. I believe when growing up, we identify with one of our parents' energies more than the other. I've always joked to the women in my life that I am in tune with my feminine side. I am a sensitive and nurturing, deeply caring person, not taking anything away from my dad, but I get that energy from my mother. Most of what we have called leadership in the world through the 90s and into the first decades of the 2000s is more like modern management rather than leadership. Organizations spend so much money to develop leaders around the globe, yet disengagement rates are on the rise year after year. Clearly, something is wrong. Leadership is broken. It is time to lead different. We live in a world of ecosystems, of boss and subordinate relationships. What the future now requires is an ecosystem of leadership. A world where top-down leadership is a thing of the past and all-around leadership is the way forward. People want to be part of autonomous teams, independent but interlinked in a network or community. One where we all answer to something first, not someone. People want to do meaningful work. They want a work-life integration, not separation. They want someone who believes in them and empowers them to make smarter decisions. They want someone they can believe in that has an inspiring vision of the world that is far greater than all of us combined. They want to feel like equals. They want to be listened to, not told to. They want to be rewarded for what they put into the hours, not the hours that they put in. People no longer want bosses. They want coaches. They want to be in a safe environment to make mistakes and try new ways and even possibly have a few epic failures that are rewarded instead of punished. They want people who will bring out the best in them, not highlight the worst in them. They want meaningful work and to be part of something special that has values to guide them on how to think, not what to think. They are willing to give their perspiration in return for inspiration. What will it take then to thrive in this new world of work? Organizations must nurture new leaders if they are to continue to thrive into the future. This concept of nurturing doesn't come naturally to masculine energy, but it does to female energy. Masculine energy brings protection, logic, and ego. Feminine energy brings care, compassion, and assurance without ego. If people want for these things, it means it isn't present. It isn't readily available to them. There is a lack of those things. There is a lack of feminine energy in the world of leadership. My daughter doesn't have enough role models for her to recognize. Perhaps that's because women just quietly get on with the task at hand instead of seeking acknowledgement like many men do. Lord knows I always let my, my wife know when I've washed the dishes and there's no need to guess what her response is to that. Uh, understanding this imbalance in the world and acknowledging it are one step. Doing something about it is another. I am an all or nothing kind of guy. 
Ever since I realized there was a lack of women role models for my daughter to recognize, I decided I would do whatever I could to help turn the tide. Now please note, what I'm about to share with you is not seeking validation or recognition, but merely demonstrating a point that I hope inspires many other men who are reading this to do the same. Five years ago, I reached out to an organization that was looking for women to mentor other women leaders and entrepreneurs. I asked them if they were accepting men as mentors, in case any women wanted a male mentor instead. I didn't expect to be asked, but I wanted to do something and I thought that was a great place to start. Here we are, five years later, after starting as the first male mentor in the program, now over 40% of the mentors are men. Imagine a world where we have a blend of the masculine and feminine energy. Well, we don't have that world right now. It is out of balance. I believe in this new world of work and whatever the future of leadership and work brings, one of the constants will become the need to nurture new leaders. What I also realized is that most of the leadership energy in the world today is masculine energy. In order to close the gap, we need the best of what women have intuitively in the terms of influence of feminine energy. Whether that means we need more women leaders or more feminine energy in leadership to balance out the abundance of masculine energy, I'm not sure. I just know what women innately possess, the world needs more of it, not less.